Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. I know I sure did. Had a great day yesterday. Had our friends Brent and Hannah and their little one Luna over the house. Spend some time together. It's always good being with family and friends, man. I cherish these times more and more as I get older. You know, I just, I can't wait. Uh, my parents are, I think, looking at some land right now uh, down south. Um, like I said, I'm not going to say where. I prefer people didn't know where I was at. You can't find me, you can't bother me. And if you do find me, I'll shoot you in the chest. <laughs> That's, uh... That's going to be my new uh, slogan. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. I really hope I don't get ruby ridged at some point, man. I really hope I don't. It's funny. I mean, even where we're at right now, we don't get bothered too much, you know? Um, somebody has to have a real set of nuts on them to come bother me. You know what I mean? Like a real set of cojones on them. Uh, but... I've uh, been thinking, I haven't been as sharp mentally like the last four or five days. I don't know what it is. I'm going through one of those little funks again, you know, like we did a couple months ago. What was that, June? I think it was June where I just, uh, I don't have, I, I, maybe I just got to walk away from my phone for a couple of days. I think is probably what I'm going to end up doing here in the next two or three weeks is uh, getting all my ducks in a row and just not being near my phone for two days. I think I think I need to recharge. I think I need to recharge. I uh, now more than ever, you know. I posted this uh, yesterday. This this picture of Cardi B and I don't know some other whore. Um, and they're both like licking lollipops and their butt cheeks are out, their boobs are out. And it's just, um, I find that so viscerally disgusting. And it's easy to sit and blame women for acting like that. But at the end of the day, it's the dads. You know what I mean? And shame on the absent fathers that were absent physically, shame on the fathers that were there physically but absent emotionally, shame on the fathers that didn't lead properly from a spiritual standpoint as the spiritual head of the household, shame on the lazy fathers, shame on the fathers that didn't you know, correct and guide their children, shame on the fathers, man. Um, you know, I talk a lot about how women cause major issues, but the reason why women cause major issues is because there's been such a lack of strong masculine fatherhood uh, and strong masculine, hus is it called husbandry? Husb husbandry? I don't know. Isn't that like taking care of plants or something? But there's there's been a lack of masculine fathers. So what happens is, is when... Because little girls are going to want to be with guys that are like their dads, right? Well, when they're older, right? So women typically, and there's been plenty of psychological studies that have been done on the type of partners that women's, women choose uh, compared to what their dads were like. And it's, it's very interesting 
And what happens is, is when you have weak dads, um, you have women that want weak men, right? And you have overly masculinized women because their fathers were feminine. So what happens is, is when you have a very feminine father, a weak, spineless, sackless father, uh, you get it mat like the the daughter watches the mom masculinize herself, and then as a result, she becomes masculinized. And what what is a masculine woman like? A masculine. It's so funny when it's so funny to me that you know feminism has just taught women how to be lesser men. You know what I mean? Because there's no women. There's no if you take the top male and any male-dominated industry study. It doesn't matter what it is. The male's going to blow the top female out of the water by just miles and miles and miles and miles. You know, like. I could give you example. I mean, even you could take the bottom of the barrel men. Like you look at Venus and Serena Williams. I think both played this guy that was ranked like number 406 in the world at tennis. And he showed up. He smoked cigarettes. He was drinking the night before. He ate a cheeseburger or something like that between the matches. And he blew him out of the water. And one of the two ladies, Venus or Serena... They got on air on a talk show, and they're like, we don't want to play against men. The men are faster, they're stronger, it's much quicker. It's a completely different animal. So feminism has taught women, convinced women, that the way that you become a good woman is to become a lesser man. It's really what it is. And you look at these pictures of Cardi B and... You know, all these other... There's this other rap song that's out right now. She's talking about the color of her genitals. It is so disgusting. And I think that if women wanted to stick it to men, they would close their legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't give it up easy, right? Like, if you really wanted to make men suffer, you wouldn't go around having sex with a bunch of them and calling it liberation, right? You would, you would embrace chastity, right? And make the men suffer. But instead, feminism has convinced you to give men exactly what they want, and that's to use you like a piece of meat. You know, there's nothing that chafes me more. I've had to deal with a lot of masculine women in the past two and a half years, man. Just not against... Just Anyways, and it's just there's nothing that chafes me more than a woman LARPing as a man. The, what does chafe me more is a man LARPing as a woman. That, I find that significantly more offensive. But, what is the, so a masculine female is just trying to LARP as a male. What are, what are some signs? What are some characteristics? I, I read this really good article about how female leads in movies and shows now are, and the, 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 this was written by a woman. She's like, they're bitches. They're just like, instead of, port, like the men, like you look at like Superman or Thor, like they're kind, they're gentlemanly, they have manners, they have values, and, and the women are like bitches. They got attitudes, they're mean, they're snarky, and it's like, why is this? Because they think that part of being a man is like being mean, right? No, it's not. It's just so funny 
watching a woman trying to be a man, it's really honestly pathetic. It really is, because it's never going to happen. It's like me trying to give birth or get pregnant. It's disgusting. You know what I mean? It's 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 just a, it's in complete violation to God's law, right? Of God's law. So an overly masculinized woman is always she's got that attitude, right? She's got that attitude. She's got that chip on her shoulder, and I can't blame her for being a man hater because of the men that have made her that way in her life. Please understand this whole thing. This whole episode, everything I'm talking about right now is not to bash women. It's to bash the men. The men, men have failed women. They have. It's our fault that women are the way that they are. And now the pendulum has swung so far to the other side that there's a very real threat. I posted uh, my buddy uh, Devin Nature Pilled on Instagram. I posted a great breakdown that he had the other day of the danger you know, so many more women are going into their 30s and 40s unmarried. And what happens when you have a, an unmarried woman that late in life? Women tend to get hysteric. Like, they get hysterical. And you see these women, I, I've, I posted time after time again about the, the, the female leaders in Maine, politicians in Maine, and their ridiculously, they're just psychotic policies. Like, there was one the other day I posted this lady's, like, in an official government letterhead, told all of her staff to be patient with themselves because there's a blue moon pulling on the water in your body and Mercury's in retrograde. This is, this is where we're at as a society. We got women in power that are worshipping the stars like a 17th century pagan. <laughs> So you got all these unmarried she-boons running around, right? You got all these psychos running around praying to the stars and stuff and blaming their bad behavior on Mercury, on a planet. And, uh, oh, right in front of me, the trans homo flag, keep abortion safe and legal. Oh, I wish I could tie. If I can catch this girl before she pulls out, she's going to get an earful from me. She's going to get an earful from me. I got half a mind to hop out of my car right now, but I think me, I'm shirtless and I have no shoes on, so I don't want to go to jail today. Anyway, <laughs> he can't jump down. I didn't do anything. They're looking at me. I got this crazy faux hawk thing going on. I got no shirt. I got no shoes. <laughs> Running around the Aroma Joe's parking lot. <laughs> oh, I want to give her a little nudge. I just want to give the back of her car a little nudge with this. Yeah, you little baby murdering psychopath. See, there we go. It's like it couldn't be any more. This was divine providence having this girl in front of me right now based on the topic of our discussion. So anyways, he had a really good point. Women want to submit, and they're going to submit. So what you have now is you have women that want to submit and give all of their rights, not to a husband, not to a good man, but to the government. Isn't that crazy? Like, you, you guys notice this, right? Are you picking up on this trend that women want to give all of their rights to the government? They want the government to be com in complete control of them. They want to submit everything. 
Because a woman that does not submit to a good man is going to submit to somebody in power or something, right? And you get what we have now. But going back to the traits of a masculinized woman, you're going to have that woman with an attitude, right? You're going to have that woman who's snarky. You're going to have that woman who's just, you know, I'll just use the journalist language that I read, a bitch. You know what I mean? You're going to have that woman who just has that attitude, that chip on her shoulder. And again, can you blame her? Well, you know, it, she's her own person. But at the same time, she's had to deal with a lot of weak men. I don't blame her for having an attitude towards life and men based on who she's had to deal with. Right? Another trait of a woman that's masculinized is a woman that wants to try to be like a man. You know what I mean? That like is very career oriented and now I'm gonna ruffle I'm gonna really ruffle some feathers talking about this. That puts career ahead of rearing children and being a good wife and a homemaker. That's a masculinized woman right there. Um and so you have all these women that have been masculinized, like I said, going into their 30s and 40s, unmarried, no children. And what's interesting is that depression, anxiety, alcoholism, all of these things are higher than they've ever been in women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Highest that they've ever been. The most amount of prescribed SSRIs, the most uh, psycho uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, treatments and appointments, uh, the most um, suicides and suicide attempts, everything, alcoholism, drug abuse is higher now in that in that uh, age range and that demographic. Why? Because women are no longer living in their feminine paradigm. They're living. They're trying to live in a masculine paradigm and calling it feminism. So you have like an inner war and an inner confusion. They're often very loud. They're very abrasive. They think that talking louder than you makes them right. Uh, you often see a, a, a lack of uh, logic and reason um, with these people. Yeah, it's so a shame because this girl in front of me would be pretty if she wasn't a liberal. You know what I mean? It's like liberalism affects people's souls. It really does. Um... It's really unfortunate. I feel bad for her. Let's say a prayer for this girl because uh, we don't need her killing any more babies. Hi. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing just peachy. Thanks for asking. Good. Could I do uh, two everything bagels yes. with uh, cream cheese for both of them, please? Of do you course. have like a, uh, different types of cream cheese? Yeah, we have strawberry or veggie also. Let's do the regular. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, I'll throw five bucks on there as a tip too. Thank you. Of course. 1170. Y'all been busy today? Not as bad as yesterday. I got gotcha. you. It always feels busier when you're short staffed. Oh, but that's like, the worst. I like it because then more tips for us. That's right. So, that's right. Can't and you seem to be rocking and rolling. Yeah. Have Happy a good day. one. Um. So, I mean, all this goes to say, man, I don't want to keep beating up women. Um. Imagine if somebody clipped that audio. I don't want to keep... Well, it says here that you said you didn't want to keep beating with... <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, I, uh... 
I want to focus on the men. And uh, the men have to take accountability. And the only way that this is going to change, like you're not going to change women, right? Like we can't just like, hey, women, do better. Stop being masculine. You know what I mean? Focus on building families and blah, 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 blah. We need to change men. That's what it boils down to, is that men are the ones that have put us in this position by being weak, soft, effeminate. Like we, I posted a picture of these three guys. So we had a discussion on Facebook about how men should pay for the whole bill on the first date and not split it. And who, who do you think disagreed? The, the, the people that disagreed were women that were divorced or single or in open relationships cucking the guy that they're with basically in their 30s 40s and 50s been divorced a couple times remarried failed this that in open relationships or single and they got pictures of them with their cats right which is just pathetic and then you had the men and I posted a picture of these three guys side by side by side and they just, they all look like the Geneva was like, they all look like brothers. I'm like, yeah, it's because, right, thank you so me. much. Have, Have a great day. day. You too. Um, it's because they all look, they had that same little, they like the beady little eyes, the patchy beard, unkempt, like the neck beard, just the real, sh just crappy looking beard. That's like, I don't know, a quarter of an inch long, but it's unkempt and patchy and curly and weird, but it's just really gross. Glasses, balding, and fat. Every single one of them. They look like three brothers. You could, you could, it was like something, it was like one of those soy jack memes. I couldn't believe it. I could believe it. <sighs> it's those men right there that are to blame for where we're at. Because those men. And it's so funny. All these guys are doing by doing this whole white knight thing is trying to get laid. That's all. These guys don't care about women. They, they don't care about women at all. These guys are just trying to get laid. And that's what makes me angry. Is that they're, they're the manipulators. They're the, they're the ones doing damage. Like these guys are doing so much damage to women. And you see... I can't tell you how many women I've said I've had say, Mike, please start some kind of a matchmaking dating service. Because we don't know where to find good men anymore. Because these men are pathetic dumbos. They are soylent little cretinous crab people. They're just there's no redeeming qualities. These these giant little boys. And the reason why they're giant little boys is that they were mostly raised by women. Because where were the dads? Where was dad? Absent, working, emotionally unavailable. So these boys go to prison all day long to listen to some woman screech at them eight hours a day about stuff that they'll never use again and all your guidance counselors are women and all the psychologists are women and everybody in your life is a woman 
like I, I didn't realize like how much I was when I went through a period in, in uh, college where I was really struggling mentally. It was I came to a, a, a realization that I was getting too much feminine of advice. Like I, all my friends were women. The counselor I was seeing at the time was a woman. Most of my professors were women. And, you know, I loved my women at the time that were friends of mine. I obviously loved them. But everybody was, oh, it's okay to feel this way and you need to process it and work. And what happened was, is, you know, I was given like a, I don't know, some bipolar diagnosis, right? And all the all the women it was a it was a sorry sad sob fast and you need to you know medication and talk to somebody and you know you really got to embrace it and it started to become woven into my personality i started to make excuses for bad behavior and it was reinforced by all the women that I had in my ear at the time. Yeah, no, it's okay to feel this way because, no, you don't need to go to the gym. If you feel bad, you should stay at home and lay in bed and blah, 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 blah. I didn't have any strong men in my life that would say, get your ass up, pussy, and go to the gym. You don't feel like doing your school? Go get it done anyways. Like, I didn't have that in my life, and it messed with me big time. Men don't need to sit around and hear, oh, it's okay, honey, to feel that. It's okay to blah, 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 blah. It's okay. And you need to talk and you need medication and you need this and you need that and you need counseling and therapy three days a week and blah, 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 blah. No. My life changed when I started to get around strong men that said, shut up, stop being soft and figure out a way to win. Figure out a way to win the day. Figure out a way to win the hour. Figure out a way to get out of bed on time. Figure out a way to get to the gym. Figure out a way to make money. Figure it out. It was, I've never made changes until I started getting around men that would use that type of language and that rhetoric until I started listening to people like my old coach and Andy Frisella and all these other guys that are like, shut up, stop being soft and go get it done. That's when my life changed. Completely. And it took years. Years. To unlearn. To un to defeminize myself. You know, you guys got to understand, when I was in college, I was like an atheist. I was pro-abortion. I was pro-homo. I was pro-all this stuff. It, the person I am now and the person I was in school are literally polar opposites why because I was at a liberal arts school with a bunch of liberal hippie sissy little softies and women just surrounded by soy and estrogen 24 7 and it almost killed me I was so depressed and I could why am I so depressed Michael because I knew in my soul like in my soul I'm like a warrior I'm masculine I'm a fucking man you know what I mean like, I'm a man to my core, all the way through and through. And I was living a completely different life. I was wearing a mask. 
And then what happened was I got into life insurance and I started getting around masculine men, but I took it too far in a bad direction. Like I got too wrapped up in the flashy, making money. You know, my first year made like 150 grand. I thought I was the man. I got caught up in like, you know, the okay, you need the cars and the women. And that's just what happens. Doesn't matter if you're in real estate, doesn't matter if you're in fit, doesn't matter what industry you're in. You give a 21 year old kid 150 G's and tell him that he's the man, it's gonna go to his head the wrong way. I didn't have the maturity, I didn't have the base. Like now I make 20 times more money than I ever made before. You don't see me acting like that at all. So what happened was I went too far the other way with like cheap masculinity, like Andrew Tate masculinity, right? And it it's crazy just all of the learning and ups and downs I've been through in the last decade and a half is just crazy. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. But you guys wouldn't, if any of you that have just met me in the past two to three years, you wouldn't even recognize the mic from five years ago, let alone ten years ago. You wouldn't know, you would, you would never know that was me. You'd never know that was me. And it's because I didn't spend enough time around strong men. I shudder to think about the type of father I would be if I didn't flip the switch a couple years ago. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd even be a dad. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be married. Definitely wouldn't have. I mean, if I had kids, they'd probably be illegitimate. You know what I'm saying? But all this goes to say is that men need to start taking accountability for the way that the world is and stop blaming other people. And this is me talking to myself, is that I need to take even more accountability for the way that the world is, understanding that I'm in my 30s, I'm the generation on the come up to change it, if we can, and that sitting around and bitching isn't going to solve anything. At all. And the best, what do I tell you guys all the time? Improve yourself. Make a strong, strong family. Lead a strong family. And then start to change your community. And that changes everything else. That's why I'm so dead set on the commune. Because I want to provide a space for people that want to focus on the nuclear family and a small community. I want, to, I want my children to be raised and influenced by other strong men. And, and my daughter by great, virtuous, strong women in a small community. I do not want my daughter going to some public school with a bunch of other little... That's not the kid's fault, but, you know, a bunch of other little rotten kids that came from rotten homes and overly feminized women and demasculinized men and just filling her head with trash. You know, I have to be the strongest, best version of myself. My daughter can't see any weakness in dad. Because if she sees weakness in dad, she's going to question what dad taught her, right? So I need to be so on point, on my game, strong, strong character, virtuous, through and through, integrity. I've got to be so on point for my daughter 
because I don't ever want her to question is what my dad telling me the right answer. I don't want her to question. Some of you might be like, hey, your kids should be able to think for themselves. No, they shouldn't. They're kids. They're children. They don't know how to think. <laughs> if kids would have it their way, they'd eat candy all day long and be naked and run around and tear shit apart. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like that's what a kid does. Kids do not need to be thinking for themselves up to a certain age. But the thing is, I want to influence her thinking so much that when she reaches that critical age where she starts to form her own opinions, she's forming them through the proper paradigm because she watched mom and dad and how mom and dad acted and reacted and how they lived their lives. That's how you change the world. Strong dads making a comeback would change the world fundamentally. Fundamentally. But the strong dads need to make a comeback. It's that simple. The dads need to make a comeback. It's up to us, dads. Nothing, nobody's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to help us. Nobody's coming to change. It's all on you. It's all on me. It's all on us. So, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Alright? So that's today's episode. I love you guys. Have a great day.